0: Hi, everybody, I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to day 166 of Silence in a Year from the St. Clair of Retreat Center, along with Elise Soto, layperson Lisa with her tattoo, and here we go, ladies.
1: So, the title for today is Interpretation of God's Silence, and the word is Rebel. Rebel. Mm-hmm. Because it says we will become rebels um, against God when we don't hear Him, because we think that we when we suffer that God is absent and then we get upset um, and we wonder why did this happen or where is God in that suffering and I think we talked about in the last episode that God is right there with us Mm -hmm. um, in our hearts and in the community that surround us during that suffering as long as we are open to that but often I think that we feel like god should prevent those bad things from happening oh yeah but that's not the case so god gave us all free will and we all make decisions and all of those decisions have consequences whether they're good consequences or not good consequences and if we wanted everything to be perfect in life and nobody to suffer then that would remove our free will so when we do suffer, not necessarily that God is making us suffer, it's just, He's and, and we can look at it as He's using that suffering for the greater good. And so looking, for me, it took me the opportunity to suffer in pain to look at the, the, the bright side, I guess, if you wanna look at it that way, the bright side of things and the greater good. What's gonna come out of this and how is God working through me? To get me through to the other side.
0: Yeah. So what I wrote in my notes, ladies, was is that life and hope are at the very heart of suffering and hardship. Let me say that again: life and hope are at the very heart of suffering and hardships. And as you suggest, Alicia, we probably think it's anything but that, and that God has abandoned us. Yes, that is the. That's where hope, like hope, is this belief, right, in something eternal. And and that that hope is obviously Jesus Christ. So so often, you know, our our suffering and our hardships might tend to lead us away from God, but what they should really do is give us an even greater hope in God Mm -hmm. through His Son, Jesus Christ. And so, like you said, we could pick the bright side of that, which is choosing Jesus, or the dark side of that, which Mm -hmm. is running away from Jesus. Lisa? Well,
2: I think the world, the tendency of the world is just, to oh well you don't hear god well yeah he's not there for you or um you know he he doesn't care about you and then some people can it can cause them to lose hope or if they don't feel the presence of god when they're going through a trial or suffering then you know if they have previous wounds of abandonment then like uh that were from people they can kind of person person personify that onto God or transfer that onto God. So when they feel abandoned, then maybe in their past they pushed the people away. Now, I mean, for myself, like i have just push God away, and I, I sometimes would kind of feel like hopeless and uh, alone in that sense. But God wants to heal that and. He wants us to have that steadfast hope, and He will speak to us when we take that time in the silence, and we can ask Him questions like, "Okay, how? Uh, like, Jesus, how can I invite You more fully into this? Because I'm having a lot of trouble right now, and He can work through that and bring us closer to Him through that um, that uh, feeling of abandonment."
0: Yeah, don't give up on hope. Don't ever give up on hope. And for any of you that are listening or watching this, there are a lot of people. Let me repeat that. There are a lot of people who are standing on the fence of hope or hopelessness. And you can be the person that reaches your hand out and helps them to come down on the side of hope, right? And to be patient and to listen and to guide that person, right? Like we've been talking about the spiritual mentorship program. Um, So what you see and what is going on are often two different things with many, many people. And when we slow down enough, right, even just to kind of silent our lives to not be in so much of a rush, that we can actually encounter people, right, not judge them, but encounter them, listen to them, be silent, be expectant. And and then maybe you can become that instrument of hope to a person who is falling into helplessness alicia
1: no just that uh, thinking about a friend of mine who is who is um hurting is physical physical pain and and she she'll ask you for prayers and she's tell you she's in physical pain but the joy on her face is amazing and uh, you know i've asked her how do you it, it and it's through prayer <clears throat> like what makes you so happy she just says I, I just pray all the time and i feel so close to god even through my pain, and so I know God is with me. I know He's walking this journey with me. I have hope that yeah. He's going to get me through. And even if I don't see it on this side of heaven, I know that uh, He's with me. And to me, that that's beautiful to be able to know that um, they're uniting their suffering with Jesus.
0: But isn't that like the most powerful witness, right? Because mm-hmm. the Word will tell you oh my goodness that is awful mm-hmm. that is just a hopeless situation i don't even know how that person's doing it and when you see joy in a person that the world says should be hopeless that is a powerful witness to god mm-hmm. any other thoughts ladies
2: well i just see how you know when we have when we are lacking hope then i could like for myself like i felt when i was felt like i was in a dark pit Then I felt like not only was I pushing God away, but, you know, I I kind of even questioned his love for me. So when we lose that hope, then I, you know, that that word rebel is kind of like what comes, I think, as a result of that. But that's not true. God is still there. And he, you know, in that pit, he, he was
1: reaching my hand. I just wasn't reaching back up.
0: You are no longer a rebellious (laughs) rebel.
1: Right. I was just I was talking to a friend of mine today, and um, you know she needs physical healing, and um, you know we were talking about some of the things that I've learned through you know hearing through healing um, services and whatnot. And I asked her, you know, do you believe that God can heal you? She said, Oh, I believe it. I just don't know if I'm worthy. Mm. And that just I was like, Whoa, you are absolutely a hundred percent worthy because you're the only person on this earth that God is focusing on in that very minute and that's for everybody because he's so focused on each and every one of us that you are absolutely worthy. That's where I think we become rebel. you know, we rebel against that. Not intentionally, that we, right? No. Yes, yeah, not absolutely, a thing. No, absolutely yeah. not. But I think that it's easy to fall into that is, well maybe somebody has it worse than me, mm. so let God focus on them, but yet we, all, all, we are all very important in God's eyes. So don't ever think you're not worthy
0: of it. He's God. He can handle anything and everything all absolutely. at the same time if he wants to if you want to know whether you're worthy or not all you have to do is look on the cross absolutely right and and you are worthy so i think that's a great message for all of us Mm -hmm. take away questions
1: so when you are suffering do you rebel against god or do you run towards god
0: in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit Amen. amen lord help us to always have hope in your son jesus no matter the circumstances of life and may you bless everyone in the name of the Father. And of the sign of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. See you. Bye.
1: Come back.